What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Shoe the Dough podcast is recorded in front of a live internet audience. It's time to do the show, I mean, Chew the Dough, with Aaron and Danae, streaming on Mixler every Tuesday, or available to download later on your podcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. Time for the show to begin, so let's listen in. Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, here's Aaron and Danae. My eyes! My eyes today! We survived the solar eclipse of 2017, Uh, the total solar eclipse. Welcome to this episode. Uh, Yeah, we actually, because we were working during that time, kind of had the experience together of seeing a partial eclipse here where we're at. 95%? I thought it was 97%. 97%? Mm -hmm. Whatever it was, I was really surprised by how, um, how little percentage of the sun needs to come through for it still to be impossible to look at. (laughs) <laughs> okay you say that you say that but people be looking at the sun i know but that's one of my perusing news sneak oh, peek okay well so we can't talk too much about it because we're gonna talk about it later speaking of sneak peek that's what i did i did i did do a sneak peek at the sun just to see that was really funny to me because obviously you know you're not supposed to do that right um and you said that you couldn't see the eclipse with your naked eye but when you blinked you had a moon shape. <laughs> yeah, the crescent. <laughs> you know how when you look at a bright light, sometimes like the remnants. Into, yeah, the remnants will be in your in, in your, your closed somehow. eye vision. It's magic. Yeah. Well, it burns it into your retina. It's magic. Um. So yeah, I did a real quick sneak peek, and you can't see anything with any percentage of the sun. It's just too bright. You know. And oh, and sorry. it was and yeah, I had one of those little crescent shaped floaties. We had perfectly clear skies here at the studio oh it was yeah it was perfect for it, eclipse it was, watching it was amazing and uh where the studio is right now we're gonna still be moving the studio soon mm-hmm. but where it is right now we're right up against kind of like a foresty area mm-hmm. yeah. and inhabited by cows yes <laughs> <laughs> but but did you hear like also as the the sun dimmed the crickets and the like the, the mm-hmm. more nocturnal insects started to come alive more. It was really yeah. fascinating stuff. I think the most fascinating thing for me in that uh, in that kind of waning and waxing light was how it got darker and colder, but it was still sunshiny. And what I mean by that is the shadows were still really stark. Like you could tell yeah. there was a you know like a, a, really a strong, vividness mm-hmm. to everything, but it was still darker, which is different than sunset when the sun goes away. Because it's like it, it, you don't have those shadows from the high sun, you know, and at the same time. So that was really it's I, I likened it to putting on a pair of sunglasses, you know, it just kind of dimmed everything. But it was basically like you were in the middle of the afternoon. So that was fascinating. It was. It really was fascinating. We came back into the studio and had uh, NASA playing. And I don't know if you guys had a chance to kind of look mm-hmm. at NASA during the solar eclipse, but they had a nice feed going all day where they actually showed the different cities were, that were experiencing the total eclipse. 
Yeah. Um, and totality. Where, yeah, where totality was looked absolutely mind blowing. So I, I'm I'm saying right now. I know Aaron, you're you're with me on this. We already talked about this. Mm-hmm. Traveling to totality in 26. Isn't I was, that when it's coming? 24. In? 24. I, I, that's what I was going to say. I'm so glad there's another one happening near us in seven years. Because the last one where there was any kind of totality in the U.S. was what, like 70, 71? It was before I was born. So, you know, I didn't know that it was that drastic a difference between 97% and totality. Totality is its own thing that you cannot experience no it matter. Will, yeah. I mean, even yeah. if you got 99%, it's just not the same as it actually blocking the sun. And so, being able to look at it and... When it comes through across the continental U.S. again here in like six years, mm-hmm. uh, highly recommend traveling. Seven years, yeah. Seven years? Mm-hmm. April 8th, yeah, 2024. Yeah, yeah. And on Facebook, you can set up events seven years in the future. So there's already <laughs> people setting up the solar eclipse totality parties on Facebook. That's awesome. Setting reminders. And I went ahead and said I was interested in one. And there's several kind of close, like I think within three hours, mm-hmm. you know, down in Arkansas or, you know, over to the east a little bit more from where we are. So it was actually closer this time than it's going to be next time. So we'll, we'll have to drive a little bit further, but not too bad. And probably book hotel and far in advance because ah, no one's going to want to miss sleep it in, in my van. six or seven years. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Well, you and your family can do that. Me and my family, we're going to try to find a hotel. I heard people in totality cities were selling uh, lodging at their homes for oh, like yeah. thousands of dollars a night. Oh my goodness. I so. bet so. And they now's were selling the time, those glasses, now's too. Now's the time to buy real estate in the path of oh. the <laughs> totality. Just for that one week. And make it back. You can make it's it all one back. one day. <laughs> uh, I thought it was great, though. I, w- I was really impressed. I loved it. Um, it makes me long to see other rare cosmos kind of things, like the, the northern lights. Like, to see them. I would like, love to see that. Because, uh, you know, you can, you can take pictures. You can do it. It just, it's never the same. Is actually being in the space. I remember that was the thing I thought when I went to Hawaii. Was like I've seen pictures of Diamond Head, the big mountain that's on the you know Hawaii, right? But being there, I was like, oh my goodness, that thing is gorgeous. Like there's just there's just something about being in that space that's different. I feel that way about the great redwood trees. Like I've mm. seen pictures. I would love to go in that forest and actually be with all these ancient trees and see I how huge that. they are. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. You've got incredible. an interesting story about being out there. <laughs> well, one of those redwood trees tried to kill me. But uh, other than that, what was the sound you heard when you were sitting down under the tree? For about like you know thirty seconds, you're like, uh, "What is that?" And it was an acorn or something falling. No, it was a pine cone. A pine cone. Yeah, falling from the top of one of those redwoods. It chipped the pavement three feet from me. And you're like hearing this. It was like somebody had dropped a bomb, which I guess it probably did. Well, you ready to shoe a dough? Let's shoe a dough. All right. Uh, we're going to do a one-word story to finish this one off for our game time. But first, <laughs> from the corners of the universe, things happen. We call them news. Then we talk about them as we peruse the news. Take that, Mr. Killer Pinecone. Oh, I said that to another pine cone. You said killer. I would have been right in perfect cadence with you. <laughs> did you hear me? I was I doing did. No, it. you were great. I knew, you were great. I knew the enemy this time. <laughs> All right, kick us off. <laughs> um, I'll just start with my eclipse one since we're already kind of talking yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, you referenced it already. I did reference it. People rushed to Google to type in, why do my eyes hurt <laughs> <laughs> within hours after the eclipse? 
So oh, no. There was a spike at, let's see, 7.28 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday. Around 7.20 after the solar eclipse, the uh, searches for questions about why their eyes hurt had gone up. And, of course, the leading photo on this article is Trump staring at the solar eclipse. The best part uh, about that was that somebody called it on Twitter. Did you see that? No. Some, somebody on Twitter says, I just can't wait for the photo of Trump staring <laughs> at the eclipse to go viral. <laughs> like three hours before it happened. <laughs> and so then they re- then they tweeted again uh, with a copy of their original tweet and then Trump doing it. And, they, and I think their tweet then was like, I can't believe this is actually happening. The search became, quote, uh, this is a Google search. My eyes hurt. Wow. That's all it was. So began to pick up track traction until it peaked around nine o'clock. There's an, there's actually graphs, of course, because you can actually look up yeah, kind yeah. of what people are searching. Right. For sure. And there is a spike in people asking for uh, the first. The, the, the spike was solar eclipse. Mm-hmm. And then a few hours later, my eyes hurt. So I, I think that people need to do a little bit more research before. Yeah. Thankfully, you know, most of us use glasses. Uh, I did see, I think it was The Onion or one of those kind of websites posted an article called How to Tell If You Stared at the Sun During the Eclipse Too Long. And the entire webpage was like faded out purposefully. (gasps) (laughs) So you could barely read. Like a Rickroll type (laughs) thing. That's awful. (laughs) Uh, It's awful. It's kind of funny at the same time. What's your article? Uh, accidental alert warns California of an earthquake that happened in 1925. <gasps> so uh, this happened, I think, yesterday uh, with the eclipse. The USGS, uh, which is the United States Geological Society, tweeted out um, an alert that there was a 6.8 on the Richter scale earthquake. Now, if you remember, uh, like, well, I, I don't know how I mean, this may have been before your time is late 80s. The one in San Francisco mm-hmm. that, like, you know, destroyed things. It happened during the World Series, so it shut the baseball game down. Like, buildings fell down. Oh, that wow. was like a 6.8. So it's about that kind of... So this is a big earthquake, right? And so they sent out the tweet. Nothing and then, to shake a stick at. And then later, like a couple hours later, alerts were sent for an, uh, 6.8 in California. This was an error. More information to come. Oh, no. <laughs> Turns out they had accidentally tweeted about an earthquake that happened in 1925. So they were just trying to tweet about it and instead yeah. they sent an alert? Yeah. Well, they, they have alerts set up when earthquakes are happening to get the information out as quickly as sure, possible. So like as soon as certain things happen, they have an automated system. But and just the somehow... tweet button should not be close to that alert button <laughs> is what I'm saying. Like. To send it like information out, that uh-huh. shouldn't they shouldn't be close together. Well, that's part of the sending the. What are you talking about? That's part of their alert system to inform people about ancient ones. No, no, oh. but to inform them about on Twitter. What are you talking about? Maybe I'm misunderstanding what you're talking about. I feel what like buttons are because aren't close together? you read the article. Uh huh. I am the one misunderstanding <laughs> things here. Well, what are you? What two buttons are you talking about? Well, in my mind, there's somebody that what they're saying is. They were trying to get information out about like this day in history or something like that. Oh no! So there was a glitch or something. Okay. That in their system said that this 1925 one was happening. Like there was a glitch in their system, and so it just sent it out through all the alerts. Somebody is in trouble. And here's the thing: when they send out a, a tweet, there are several news organizations that immediately <gasps> retweet that, and so it just went far and wide, <laughs> and everybody was having to do retractions uh. and. People in in California were like, I didn't feel anything. (laughs) 
<laughs> it was just kind of one of those things. Oh, man. Well, I'm glad there wasn't actually one. Yeah, it's been a while. And that always makes me nervous. Yeah, me too, especially because here in Missouri, there's a big one that hasn't. The biggest one is up in the Northwest, though. Like Oregon, Idaho, that range. Where, I saw the are documentary. We San Andreas? Is that where no, we no, are? No, no, no. San Andreas is the California one that kind of goes the up California the coastline. What's yeah. the one that's here in Missouri? I don't know. Oh, but what's the name and, and of you're it? right. There, there is one. There is a fault line here that, that doesn't really. Uh, okay, do much. this is weird. I put fault line in, and the top one is Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe but, it means it's next. <laughs> <laughs> but the doc I saw said that based on. New Madrid. Oh, yes. The New Madrid fault line. That's yeah, correct. Yeah. So, but based on uh, big earthquakes of the past, like mm-hmm. as far back as you can study it, yeah. there's this one uh, fault line that runs through those Northwest states Okay, that every, let's just say 80 years, just because I don't remember, uh, big earthquakes happen. And of course, you know, a fault line, the earthquake happens because it finally gives way, right? Like they're pressing up against each other and then one of them gives way and it snaps, right? It's just like so, a relationship. So that's exactly right. So in this one, if it was like 80 years, every 80 years, a big snap happened, it'd been like 360 years since it happened or something. So it's like building up like even, you know, all this energy and it just hasn't snapped yet. And so they don't know where that energy is and why it's not releasing. And so they just they think it could, you know, cause tsunamis that will take out entire countries and and just that it could be really destructive. So it's a scary thing. It really is a scary thing. Yeah, especially because you're trying to find the predictability of it. Like mm-hmm. solar eclipse, for example. Right. You know, we know when that's going to happen again. Isn't that crazy? We can predict it now. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I mean, to the minute now, we can predict solar eclipses that will happen There's an app. 300 years from now. Here's my zip code. Okay, here's whenever you need yeah. to look for yeah. as close to totality as possible yeah. or whatever. My sons to- my sons looked this up and they said, Dad, I'm not sure you're going to be around for <laughs> the next one after seven years. Oh, whoa, wait, in seven years they said that? No, 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 the next one after in seven years, because oh. it's in like uh, 2040-something or, or whatever. I'll be in my 70s. You'll be around. I hope so. You better be around. <laughs> we got a show to do. That's right. <laughs> we seriously will be doing this show. We, shoot the dough will be happening with two old people I'm like a, 40 years from now. <laughs> Take that, Mr. <laughs> Metamucil. <laughs> I'll be over laughing like... <laughs> That's right. The breathless laugh. Uh. Oh, my gosh. All right. What do you got next? Well, the next one is about the eclipse, too, because I thought this was just really no, interesting. Go yeah, go for it. Um, in that, the glasses that we were using, this kind of goes along with what we're talking about, can be used in the future if you take in good seven care years, of them. Yeah, but you got to take good care of them. Don't scratch them. You Once you scratch them, them. You, could, you could really hurt yourself. So that's why they say that they expire. On a lot of the glasses, mm-hmm. there's like an expiration date, which I thought was absolutely ridiculous. Like, how does how mm-hmm. do these expire? But yeah, if they get scratched up. So if you don't want to try to keep good care of them and you don't want to pitch them and you haven't pitched them already, I should say, there are organizations that are taking the glasses hmm. and you can donate them for a good cause. Um, one of the cool things is like uh, Astronomers Without Borders, for example, they will take them and they hand them out to children in other places for eclipses that don't happen in the states, for example, because yeah. you know solar eclipses happen well, yeah, all the time. So yeah, it seems like every year when I was looking at it, there's there's an eclipse somewhere. Maybe not a total solar eclipse, but total solar eclipse sometimes happens over the ocean. But mm-hmm. sometimes they happen in places where they can go and they can hand out the glasses and then people can experience them. So it's basically an opportunity for school kids, uh, for schools to have the firsthand science experiment. That's cool. So I if, plan on keeping mine just so every once in a while I go look at the sun if I want to. Yeah. 
You know, I mean, some days you just <laughs> get the urge to go look and see the sun. Just don't do that while you're driving. <laughs> Did you see that person? Somebody got hurt. They put on their glasses while they were driving? Yeah, and they ran into people. They're completely black unless you're looking at the sun. Well, some people text and drive. <laughs> so, I don't know. It was silliness. So, if you want to do something good with your glasses, um, just check it out. You know, on the internet, you can find many organizations sure. taking them, but that's just kind of a cool thing you could do. I can see how somebody would be like, I can text and drive. I, I'm, you know, multitask enough to be able to do that. I don't see how somebody could be like, I can blind and drive. You know what I mean? Like I can I was completely su- black out my vision and still drive. When I got my glasses, I put them on and mm-hmm. it was just like the shock. And oh, then I, yeah. And then I went to go find the sun. And or I was are like, you saying oh. they put them on for the first time? I don't know. But I, I don't know. Because I was they shocked obviously too. obviously were not thinking about it. They hadn't tried them or they were right. thinking, I'll just glance real quickly while driving. And they actually like. Craziness. I, I think someone died because they ran into Really? Them. Yeah. It was really sad. Well, so, I won't joke about it a, anymore then. a bummer for real. I always do get worried uh, when I sneeze, when I have to sneeze when I'm driving, because I can't keep my eyes open when I sneeze. And even just that split second of like closing my eyes, I always get I always get really nervous. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just really Do you funny not get nervous me. when you sneeze and drive? No. <laughs> Am I no. weird? <laughs> okay. No, I don't think that's weird. I think that's hyper vigilance, and I appreciate that. Yeah, man, I am ultra defensive driver. Like I am so aware of my surroundings and. Are your I, kids that way? Did you try to be so. that way? I hope so. Although one of my sons just took out a mailbox a couple of days ago. So. He did? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so proud of him, though, because he took out a mailbox and then he pulled in the driveway and as hard as it was, went up to knock on oh. their door and told them what Good had happened. Him. And then he, driving off? Yep. And then called us and, you know, wanted us to make sure and then, you know, paid for the new mailbox. And I was oh, really proud of him. That so, is good. Yeah. What a good kid. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, ready for my next one? Ready. Echo Dots briefly sold for free on Friday. Did you see this? No. So these are Amazon, you know, the Amazon Echo. It's like, you know, the yeah. Google Home, you know, thing where you... But there's a smaller version. The Dots are the smaller version. By the way, I, I just read that Google's coming up with a, a smaller home version as well, mm-hmm. I which I'm too. really interested in. I, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, yeah, no, no, go Before ahead. Before you go on to the next part of this... Do you know what show we're on? Because basically we interrupt each other all the time. I just wanted to, you to, to look at the chat because you have been supported in your weird sneezes. I guess it's not weird at all that you think about that. Good. Good to know. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'm the same way, Caleb. A lot of times sneezes will come in more than one, you know, like you'll get a flurry of them. And it's like I'm trying to open my eyes between each sneeze, <laughs> make sure I know where I am. My mom sneezes in threes. Yeah? I wonder if she thinks about That's it, too. because it rhymes. Sneezes in threeses? <laughs> sneeze in threes. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, back to what you were saying. Yeah, so... Uh, Google, by the way, going to be selling miniature versions, too, which I'm really interested in. Because my boys want each want one in their room, which I actually mm-hmm. think is kind of a good idea. Uh, but they're too expensive for me to get one for each of my children right Not now. Not necessarily. So. I bought mine for 50 bucks on on Facebook. Well, I'm wondering how much the short... The, the, and if I can find a great deal, that's fine. But I, you know, I'm wondering how much they'll be. Well, apparently they were free for a little bit on Friday for the Echo Dots. Right. Uh, they what, were 40... They were forty nine ninety nine usually, and okay. then immediately people got a discount for forty nine ninety nine, labeled as Audible discount, and like Audible the book Am- people. Yeah, and and Amazon has not said what happened yet. They <gasps> haven't come out, at least by the writing of this article, uh, have not come out and said exactly what happened. Whether it was like a a promotion that was supposed to go on, 
or those kind of things. So, but people got free dots for a while there. So they kind of, so, they, they didn't make them pay for it. I see. I, it, not yet. Okay. But companies do that sometimes and yeah. it always annoys me. I'm like, I, but if it was your mistake and your computer said it's free, I think people should get it for free. Right? Yeah. Especially if it's not like millions of people getting it. If it's right. like a handful of people that happen to do it before they caught the error, I feel like. I don't know. If it's good for one, it should be good for all, right? Like, that's kind of the decision you have to make. So if thousands of people did it, right. you just honor that. I, and uh, yeah, it's it's tough. Amazon made a bunch of money on Prime Day. Probably, yeah. I think they made the most money they've ever made well, I on know, Prime Day. I know he, uh, Bezos, Jeff Bezos, is like he, the, he the richest cr- man in the world now. He crossed the billionaire, multi-billionaire mark well, he on passed, that day. He passed... Um, Gates. Uh, Gates. Bill Gates, yeah. Yeah. After Prime Day. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying they probably have a little wiggle room on making a mistake like that. Yeah. What I'm bothered by is that I didn't catch it. <laughs> right. Because I'm on Amazon regularly. I have mm-hmm. a problem with going and looking at these different deals. I have a problem. Almost daily, I'm looking on Facebook Marketplace and Amazon deals just to see what's there. Sure. And I add it to my cart, pretending like maybe I'm just going to pull the trigger and buy all these great deals. Why didn't I see that? I don't know. Because <sighs> it was only once you put it in your cart, I think. It was only once you put it in your cart that the like the bonus was I applied. Saw, I saw a couple days ago where, where they were on sale. It was like, you know, buy however many. I just was like, oh, I don't have an Amazon, you know, mm-hmm. Alexa. I have a Google Home now and I don't need that. Right. Could have gotten it for free. It'd be weird to have both. I Wouldn't think you it? do kind of have to pick your <gasps> What lane. if you battled while you're gone from I've that? seen people do that. Have them talk to each other. Nuh-uh. Yeah. I think they were programmed, though. Like, oh, I think okay. they changed some of the programming or something, and they would have automated conversations. Really? So, yeah. Like, this morning, I was leaving the house, and I go, hey, Google, goodbye. And she said, goodbye. Have a nice day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> Did she say you're welcome? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> have you named your Google Home? Because I know uh, Amazon does Alexa, but Google just doesn't have a name for their assistant. Do you have? Can you? Can you say "Hey Susan" <laughs> and then it work? No, I just meant like oh. in general. <laughs> just like, do you yourself have a name oh, for her? Like she you name a car? Rec- yeah, like no. she wouldn't recognize it or anything. It's not a car. <laughs> it's a little computer that sits on my counter. That's true. And in the chat, mentioned. It kind of creeps some people out, and I and I get that. Well, because it's always on, it's always listening. It's but do you not know your phone always is always listening. on and always listening? Your phone is like it's over, guys. Your laptop it's is over. sometimes <laughs> privacy is over. Like <laughs> you can be creeped. We can be creeped out by it, but it's over. I do game set match. I do like some of the features of my uh, smart device like that, though. Yeah, it is. No, neat. I love it. I recommend if you want to try it. If you have like Facebook Marketplace, just type in Google or Google Home, mm-hmm. and I was able to get one for fifty dollars that was basically brand new, and they just didn't want to use it anymore. And I don't think that she knew how much she could have gotten for it. But most, some of them are like seventy five dollars is the, the yeah. was the least expensive I had seen. And you can try it out for. I a think speaker, people get them and don't realize for how a, much they do. The, a speaker alone, they it's a great speaker. So yeah. we just say, you know, hey Google. 
play, you know, whatever. We have it hooked up to our Spotify. Shoot the Dough podcast. And it will play Shoot the Dough podcast. Now, it doesn't sync up with your device and keep the same time. Right. So yeah, you yeah. have to kind of think about that. But you can also say fast forward to 10 minutes. And mm-hmm. so there's some really cool features on it. I don't yeah, know. We love I, our, we're liking it. We love our Google Home. All of our boys want one. Uh, my main thing is I would love to get them because they sync in the home. Like if you have more than one. Uh, they can tell like which one's closest to the person doing the talking. You can have you done the accounts thing yet, where you have multiple accounts on one Google Home. No, so it can recognize your voice. It knows who's talking to it, so you can say what's my my calendar today, and it'll know if it's you or Justin in your case, your husband, oh. and it'll tell you you know what's on your schedule for that day. If you've got your Google accounts hooked up, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you have you have to, and I have a Google phone. I've got the Pixel, and I am a Google person. I've kind of I'm I'm sort of. In the Google world. Mm-hmm. I even let Google track my every move. Yeah, me too. Because, um, and it's actually been kind of helpful. I was able to go back and look at a certain day in history and see exactly where I went that day yeah. on the map. Yep. To try I've to retrace my, my steps and remember, oh no, I didn't do that that day. It was a different day and kind of verify with some people that I was have working you, with. Have you ever looked at the the entire map since they've been keeping track? And just yes. looked at your map and like everywhere you've been in the last you it's know five years or whatever? Yeah. And I've, I've have a... Uh, a desire to kind of use it sort of as like a little memory for myself. Now, I don't know what they're using the information for, but I also signed up for Google opinion rewards. So when it's tracking my movements, suddenly it's like, Hey, did you go to Taco Bell today? And I'm like, yeah. Did you pay with a credit card or cash cash? Okay, thanks. Here's some free money for you. Mm -hmm. And then I spend that in the Google play store on gems in Clash Royale, and I don't have to pay anything for it. <laughs> Except your time, which is valuable. That was kind of a fun chat back and forth. All right, what's your next one? Your uh, last one, right? Yeah, my last one is actually about Facebook. They've done an update now. They're going to make it quicker to check in on friends during disasters. So kind of, I guess, along the lines of... Oh, is that you where know, you see somebody such and such was marked safe during such mm-hmm. and such event? I don't think that Facebook intended to be such a great resource during, resource during like, uh tragedies or you know things like like an earthquake or something it has to be purposeful though but they they have done a really good job of after natural disasters and now more often after terrorist attacks or Mm. you know attacks of some kind you think about orlando when the club was you know all those people were murdered in orlando at the club um they're checking in on Facebook. So Facebook has basically realized that this feature is really valuable to their audience because people are going to be concerned about their friends from all over. So they put a little effort into making it smoother and streamlining it. Yeah. And I think that's a really kind of a, it's a smart way for Google or for Facebook rather to serve their community. Um, because so much about what they do is annoying as anything. (laughs) But this part of it I think is really valuable. So I just thought I would bring that to attention. So people kind of knew that was one of the things that they're working on. That is cool. Um, you're right, though. I Man, of all the big, big companies, the big players, Facebook is the most annoying to me. I feel like they don't understand you like usability very well. Like their website and their mobile site. Like yeah. it's just. I, it's not pretty. No, it's not. And it's, it's, it's clogged it's and there's ugly, so much junk. And they and, don't really care on a certain level because they're making some money off of us. Because this is a relationship where they're using our data for they're advertising mm-hmm. people. So, you know, they don't really care that it looks pretty. They just want you to stay there. Yeah. And and play. Long term though, are we ever going to wake up and like go somewhere else like I I I'm promise you I'm not exaggerating. I think about leaving Facebook every day. It's just everybody's there. Every day I think about it. I I feel like if I had to pick one 
or two social media platforms to be on that I genuinely want to do every day. Mm -hmm. It's Instagram and probably Snapchat, but I'm, I've just not gotten back into Snapchat. So I'm not, you know, Snapchat never stuck with me. Well, it just never stuck. I've been. Learning, I get it now. I understand it now. It just never stuck. I've, I've been learning more about how it operates, and it's just like a really cool like chat feature. And yeah. my sister lives in Norway, and so it's one of the only ways we can really communicate effectively besides Facebook. And she doesn't like Facebook. But almost everything either. you can do on Snapchat, you can do on most messengers. Um, Except for maybe the filters. I don't know. It's really interesting because like if you, if I type in the word wow and then I hit like stickers or something, it's showing me everything based on what I'm typing. So it's all intuitive. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to go search for, you know, a, a fun sticker or something like that. That is what I'm thinking. It's okay. just intuitively. Fair so enough. there's some pretty Fair cool enough. features I really do like on it and it's kind of getting more of my attention. I could give up everything but Twitter right now. Twitter. Yeah. I, I figured that would be yours. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I like, I've just found a community on Twitter that I love hanging out with and talking movies specifically about. Does uh, um, YouTube count in the social media? I don't think YouTube is social media. It's, I think YouTube is yeah. content production. Yeah. I, I think the I YouTube that. chat section. I mean, the comment section is notoriously negative you know what i mean like i wouldn't count that as social media i would i would count that as content and also brought up in the chat because youtube was brought up in chat and another one was in instagram is basically facebook and that is true mm-hmm. facebook bought instagram yeah um so and i've thought about that many times as well but instagram has that live feature uh and i kind of like that live feature type feel mm-hmm. and so if i was going to get rid of facebook those would probably be my Right now, my two ones, but I think at Snap- some point, Snapchat's at up in the air. Some point, it will be ubiquitous. Like you won't even think of it as social media; it will just be your phone. So you will just post something, and it will post from. You I know, hope so. In, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. at some point, it won't even be like a third party social media platform. It will just be. We will all have our. Of course, all a lot of this depends on us all going. Hey, it's okay for me to have my direct self tied directly to my on- online presence. And for everybody to know that I'm verified and that's who I am, which I, I like, but yeah, but we're also public figures. We yeah. do a show, you know, so it's a little right. bit different. Like if I weren't doing a radio show and I weren't doing a podcast network, I probably would not be on social media except for maybe Instagram because it's just more, you know, like, Hey, here's a picture that I can share with my friends. Yeah. I mean, it's visual, but in all honesty, I can't leave Facebook. There's too many people there that I want to stay connected with. There's yeah. too many stories there. Family, especially. I, we get my family. Yep. So it's hard for me to leave that because I know I can see things. Like I wouldn't have seen a very important post today, you know. Tell you what, I post a lot less on Facebook than, than I used to. Well, I post, I think, actually more right now because I've got a baby and... Well, and we're moving, and so that, you know, I've, I've yeah, certainly yeah. posted some it's of that a information. Resource. It's and people like a would little... have never known yeah. that stuff. I, Think about in fact, how much that was shared. Yeah, our our story, like in, in the miracle kind of that's happened with moving, never I don't wouldn't have happened without a social media platform that that many people are tuned into, you know? I could have tweeted the same things, and yeah, nobody would have would, gotten nowhere. Yeah, nobody yeah. would have known. You know what I'm saying? So Facebook has a major value that no one can match just yet, and I don't know how they're going to topple that, but... I do um, envy people like in our chat, like DJM3, whose own, his account is just so that his wife can prove he's married to somebody. That's the only reason he has a... That is, that's amazing. <laughs> what do awesome. you do with all your time? <laughs> all right. Uh, final story. Doctors remove gecko from man's ear. Okay. I saw this headline. I almost picked it. Parentheses. But where's the tail? <laughs> 
No. <laughs> do is I even need to go into the story? In the ear? Yeah, so, you do. Okay, so basically, uh, you know, as most of these stories do, it starts with somebody who feels like they hear are hearing something in their head. Uh, that something's moving inside their ear. Uh, and have you never had this happen? Have you never had a bug in your ear or anything? You never had anything in your ear? One time. Okay. Yeah. So it's a weird feeling, right? Like it's like. It's horrible. Something's going on in there. <laughs> it's like, But not like this. Like it, well, not I a knew, lizard. I knew, <laughs> my situation was different. I walked into a swarm of gnats. So it's not like I, 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 I'm sitting on the couch and I'm like, oh, man, there's something wrong yeah with my ear canal you know i've never had that i've woke, woken up with decent sized bugs in my ear i just crawled in during the night well, or that's whatever. because your ear is the size of a cave <laughs> thanks i mean thanks i've giant ears i've watched earwax tumbleweed fall from your ear <laughs> land on the table and it made a dent <laughs> it's not true I mean, the dent part's not true. <laughs> yeah, I, I've had boulders come out. Yeah, that's for sure. Iris, my daughter, has mm-hmm. had this happen, which is a big ball of wax fall out of her ear. It's yeah. amazing. Well, that's where it comes I didn't from. even that's know that. Right. I didn't even know it was a thing. But anyway. So he went to the doctor, and they discovered a tiny gecko uh, in the man's ear. So they uh, anesthetized the lizard so that it wouldn't crawl further into the man's head when they tried to go after it. Uh, they quickly pulled the reptile from the man's ears uh, using pliers. Uh, and then realized that they didn't have a tail on the gecko. And so they found so it? So they searched and searched for the tail. They could not find it. And now everybody's crossing their fingers that it didn't have a tail when it went in. <laughs> so it's, they don't even know. They don't know. They don't, they don't know. know where the tail is. Nope. Oh, man. I mean, maybe someday we'll hear the tail end of this story. But right now. Man, that is haunting. Yeah. That would haunt me every day. But where's the tail? You know, his grandkids aren't going to believe the story. Yeah. You know what I mean? When he goes, and we don't know if the tail is still in there to this day. They're going to be like, whatever, why don't you look? Grandpa. No, then, then Grandpa's like, why don't you look? See if you can see it in there. And then he turns, rah, scares and does a little jump scare on him. That's what I'd do if They'll I were like, that grandpa. Yeah, this is like that time you told us watermelons grow in our tummy. <laughs> we don't believe you. And then oh, it's true. Man. A lizard in your ear. Where did he live? Does it say where? China. Is- Geckos are a little more common in China. Right. Yeah. I was trying to figure out where this would be. Mm-hmm. It it either have to be China or like I see a lot of a lot of geckos down in uh, like and Florida. Like, yeah, it have to be tiny. Yeah, pretty small. I, I mean, I'm looking at it in the pliers right here. <laughs> no, a poor I mean, it's little defi- dead gecko. It's definitely a. Well, it's not dead. They anesthetized it. Yeah, that doesn't mean killed it. Oh. Did you think that meant killed it? You think that meant they killed it? Oh, just knocked it out. Yeah. Okay. It gave it some anesthesia. Right. Anesthetized. You that word. Yeah. What's the other word that I was thinking of? Euthanized? That's the one. (laughs) Euthanized. (laughs) They killed it for empathy reasons because it was getting old. It's, oh, mercy. Uh, I love in the chat. It's the tale of the lost tale. That's right. And then tale as old as time. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Song as old as rhyme, if you can hear it, because you've got a gecko in your ear. Man, what would you do? Would you try to go get like like an x-ray or something to like 
try to look into your body to see if the tail was in there or would you just try to ignore it? Wait, are you saying instead of going to the doctor, I go buy an x-ray? What are you talking about? After the after the gecko comes out, the tail. <laughs> oh, for the, the tail. tail. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going back to the beginning of the story. I'm like, what would you do? Would you go get an x- Like, I'd go to the doctor like this guy did. What are you talking about? <laughs> nope, I just cross my fingers like everybody. Would you? Yeah, if they looked, I mean, they're doctors. Sure. They know how to look. Yeah, they have enough skill to anesthetize, <laughs> That's right. which means to put to sleep, not yes. forever. That's right. To, to uh, knock out momentarily. Yeah. A very tiny gecko. They have they have very deft hands. They're they're very careful, so I, they know what they're doing. I can immediately tell you what I would do. I would immediately call up Geico and be like, <laughs> "I am your next spokesperson." <laughs> Can you save me money on my health insurance? I had had your mascot in my ear, (laughs) and you're going to give me free insurance. I would try to keep it as a pet. Really? Yeah. Let it grow up? Yeah. You have a special connection. You can just, you build a terrarium that has like an ear-shaped cave for it to live in. (laughs) (laughs) Since it's all, you know it's attracted to that. You already know what kind of home it likes. Before we head on to our one-word story, uh, thank you so much for the support you've been giving on Patreon. Absolutely incredible. This month is uh, DNA Gives Back Month, and we're excited to be able to help out our friend Bryn, who's on the ground in Phnom Penh, Cambodia, uh, fighting human sex trafficking there, uh, doing investigations. Uh, We did an episode, episode 53. I actually just reposted it. It's uh, the latest episode on our SoundCloud if you want to check it out. Uh, where he talks about the work that he's doing. And every single dollar that comes in this month through our Patreon is going straight to him, hopefully to help him hire somebody to help him with his investigations. Of course, everything going to him is going to be helpful. He's excited that we're partnering with him for this month. We're hoping to raise $3,000 total so Mm -hmm. that he can hire an assistant for an entire year to help him do this. And just to kind of give you an idea, when we say he's on the ground in Phnom Penh, he lives there. Uh, he's actually um, kind of undercover, basically, and every day he does what he can do mm-hmm. to either take pictures or follow or whatever he needs to do to follow these people and have them arrested because what's happening is illegal, but there's so much, um, there's just so much going on there. There's not a lot of resources there. There's not a lot of people that are doing what he's doing. Uh, it's just a very, very dark dark place it's hard for him to be there you know it's this is not an easy thing for him to see and experience but he he's can't leave he can't just walk away from what he's seen which is you know young children being exploited women being exploited um for sex and these are people coming from all over the world but specifically you know our country yeah from the west to yeah from the west flying to phnom penh to participate in horrible things um and so he is doing what he can and we want to come alongside him and so thank you for supporting us at patreon.com slash studio dna your giving already is already going to go help but if you want to increase your gift uh monthly gift for this month to for just one month and then drop it back down it's fine that's great if you want to do like a one-time gift and just sign up for one month and give something that's and then great. Cancel too. it next month. That's mm-hmm. awesome. What you know, it, it all helps. It all helps. So, if you want to see more information and uh, get more links and things like that, check out patreon.com/studiodna. 
Go back to episode number 53. You can hear his story when we interviewed with him and we're excited to help him out. Thank you guys so much for partnering with us to do that. The $3,000 that we are trying to raise, we are currently sitting just under $600. Wow. Uh, so thank you so much for doing That's that. That's incredible. I did, I did want to thank There are so many who... There's uh, over $300 has come in this just this month, new this month, to help him. You guys him, are doing so. so good. Thank you for doing that. Um, I did want to specifically thank Sean, who pledged for the first time. Brandon, who upped his pledge to $50. Thank you, Brandon. Timo upped his pledge to $15. Wow, guys. David gave over $100. That's thank amazing. you, David, for doing that. Uh, Tom upped his pledge to $30, uh, which is 10 times what he usually gives each month. So if, if you would consider doing that, just you know you're hearing this and uh and you want to support it doesn't you don't have to give the rest of the 2400 that we're hoping comes in right but just whatever your part is if it's an if it's 50 dollars, if you could do that and maybe you are somebody who could do a thousand dollars and get that a lot of the way there um we've only got you know just another nine more days so yeah and just to uh get kind of super specific here next week we actually are going to be potentially not even having a shoe show because that's moving week, but we're going to try. We're I gonna- think what we're going to try to do next week is do one little fundraising update. show. Okay. Like, and we need to chat a little bit about what that's going to look like, but we'll do one final fundraising push live uh, at some point next week and uh, just see if, you know, how close we can get to helping him hire this person for because a year. that is move week for the studio. Yeah, it is. But really is. we really want to stay focused on the task at hand, which is just to do whatever we can for Bren. Yeah. So, um, Bren, thank you for supporting us too and for all that you do we're really excited to be able to send some extra money your way some unexpected support thank you for making that happen at patreon.com slash studio dna you ready for a one word story today where am i (laughs) (laughs) sound more excited than usual well i had a great time last time it yeah, was my favorite one-word story. Of all time? I think of all time. Wow. That's now, a- I, we used to do this more regularly, the one-word yeah. story. Yeah. Anytime we did a what we called, um, what was that episode, the type of episode? Insane. The grab bag. No. Mario Kart. No. Tofu. You know, I don't think you're really trying. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just, Anyways, yes. I just started saying random words. Random tandem. Thank oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Danae. I You're appreciate welcome, it. I'm <laughs> glad to help. <laughs> yes. Every time we did a random tandem, we used to do a one word story. Oh, but man. Now we do them occasionally. <laughs> so if you have any suggestions in the chat uh, to launch us into a topic or. Uh. Anything you want the one word story to be about, uh, get that in quickly because uh, you're on a little bit of delay in the live chat anyway. So, uh, you know, type that in, get that in, and we'll we'll do a one word story on it. But basically, here's how it works: we tell a story one word at a time, which is how all stories are told. But in this case, alternating voice. So I'll do a word, Danae will do a word, and, and we, we will continue on. We don't have a piece of paper. Oh no! This in is front all, of us where we're we're sharing what to this do. This is all improv. However, this is all Second City stuff. Aaron and I work together regularly, uh-huh. and we feel like we can read each other's minds sometimes. <laughs> so my Maybe job is to er- usurp Aaron's plan 
and try to make Is that what your job is? I thought our job was to tell a fun story. <laughs> oh, right. That's that's true. Uh, that was our job. Uh, we have Tofu and Mario Kart as suggestions <laughs> in the chat. Also, Van Gogh and Space. Ooh, lots of the Eclipse. Lots of good the stuff there. Um, do we, I think it's a little much to try to include it all. Is it, Aaron? So let's, let's do an Eclipse story with... Um, Mario Kart. Mario Kart Eclipse story? Mario Kart Eclipse story. All right. We can throw those other things in there if we feel like it. If we feel like it. All right. Whenever you're ready, Danae, you can start this one. Once. Upon a time. There. Was a child. Who. Was. Overly. Obtuse. Oh, what is what? (laughs) What is this? Obtuse. Let's just go. We pause this one word story obtuse. for Danae to look up what sure. obtuse means. I mean, I know obtuse angle, but to use obtuse like annoyingly insensitive or slow to understand. I don't like this kid. <laughs> Let's see, I can mess up this kid's life. <clears throat> Back to the story. Which meant annoyingly. <laughs> I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> insensitive (laughs) insensitive or slow to understand (laughs) anyway this kid decided he should take his skills at Mario Kart and Use them to annoy his neighbors. So he went to his local store (laughs) and bought ten thousand (laughs) dollars. What'd you say? Dollars worth of Nintendo. Cartridges. Then he took a camel. A camel? <laughs> did you just say camel? Did you? I did, yes. Okay, okay. Which was supposed to be his zoology project. And Instead, taught it how to spit on his neighbors. His decision began to go awry when he looked up and noticed the eclipse was beginning ow he exclaimed where are my eclipse glasses (laughs) he didn't remember them so he decided to return to his Home and found a plate of tofu. This he 
thought could satiate my hunger. <laughs> so he tried the tofu and the tofu was horrible. <laughs> so he gave it to the camel who spit it on the neighbors. The <laughs> neighbors <laughs> retaliated by aiming their magnifying <laughs> glass directly at his corneas. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> what? <laughs> now he is blind. The lesson is never go to the eclipse without your video <laughs> games. <laughs> The, the end. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> Nicely done. Uh, I thought the lesson might be never go to Eclipse without your glasses. But hey, without your video games, or it's just fine. I thought it might, <laughs> they might aim it at the video game cartridges to burn them all up. Oh, I see. But you got real serious. <laughs> <laughs> Those neighbors are going to jail. Listen, if he had just remembered his glasses, he'd have been fine, even when they aimed it like, at his corneas. Well, he is obtuse. That is so. true. And that's why he is the best to teach us this lesson. That's right. You know, don't be obtuse. Remember your glasses if you go to your Eclipse. Even if you just bought 10,000 video game cartridges. It's a lot. And taught your camel a lot. to spit on your we neighbors. We never even talked about Mario Kart. Um, well... The yeah. video game cartridges were supposed to be him playing Mario yeah, Kart. Yeah, I know. Sometimes it goes a different way. You know what? But we did talk about tofu. You Why, why camel? I don't, sometimes just got to throw a random word in there and see what happens. Okay. I liked it. (laughs) I liked it. I think I was thinking of the desert level in Mario Kart. Oh. Right? Or like the dancing cactus. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, man. Exactly. So you know what I'm doing. I know what you're doing. Well, thanks for joining us for this episode of Shoe the Dough. We really appreciate your support. Uh, This is a fan-funded podcast network where Shoe the Dough lives, and we couldn't do it without you guys. So thank you so much for tuning in, downloading this episode. Please rate and subscribe us on iTunes specifically because then more people find us. And also tell your friends about it by downloading it on their phone without their permission is totally fine. Was that like you doing the entire outro by memory? Mm-hmm. Was it you trying to hit everything? Trying. I think you forgot Chris Tilly. I, I was going to say that. That's, okay, that's keep just, going then. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you try to hit everything. You go me ahead. too? Yeah, go for it. Okay, okay, okay. Special thanks to Chris Tilly who composed our intro and outro music. He is amazing. Also, special thanks to the camel. <laughs> Is that what we're calling our Patreon supporters now? (laughs) To our Patreon supporters, these are the people who make this show and other shows on the network possible by giving three bucks or more a month. Well, really, any amount is helpful. But at $3 a month is where some really sweet perks start, including your own feed for all of the shows on the podcast network. You can see more of that at patreon.com slash studio DNA. And of course, if you've got questions, comments, feedback, anything like that, you can always email us at feedback at shoethedough.com. Very nicely done. Did I do it? Yeah. You hit In everything. my own way? Yep. 
I mean, you never mentioned the Mixler site. Oh. You didn't mention where to listen live. Okay. But, you know. Okay. Should I do that now? Sure. Hey, you can listen live to the show. <laughs> <laughs> because we actually record Shoot the Dough in front of a live internet audience, and that show airs at Mixler.com, and you can get the free app and listen to the show. Uh, just search for Studio DNA, and every time we go live here on the network, you will get a push notification, and it'll tell you whether it's Shoot the Dough, Sif Pop, New Music Digest, and possibly other podcasts yet to come. Very nicely done. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.